This episode of Ave Spotlight is brought to you by scapulars.com. Their scapulars are strong, soft, and innovative. They're made of Australian merino wool, so it feels like a warm hug from your mom rather than a tough penance. They're also made from American cord, which makes the scapular the sturdiest in the world. And they have an innovative patent-pending design that includes a pocket for your sacred metals. So make sure to check them out at scapulars.com. Hello, Spotlight friends. Welcome to another episode of Ave Spotlight with your host, Chanel Shaw. Today, we have Regina Boyd, our awesome counselor, and she is going to tell us all about her wisdom on dating. We have tons of submitted questions that I'm really excited for her to answer. And, you know, just to kind of see what she thinks. Um, She has, you know, given lots of talks on relationships, marriage, and dating. And so I'm so excited for her insight. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Chanel. I'm really excited. Yes. Oh my gosh. I My first question was, how much experience do you have with dating and relationships and talking about it? Because, you know, some people submitted some pretty tough questions and are you up for the challenge? Because <laughs> it, it can be, it can be pretty tough. Do you talk about like datings and relationships often? I definitely talk about relationships often. Dating has to keep me on my toes because it's constantly changing. I think especially with, you know, apps and the way dating has changed over the years, it's definitely something I have to work hard to keep up with, but yeah, for sure I'm definitely up for the challenge, so. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, let's dive right in then. So, we posted a question box and we had tons of people submit questions, so I just kind of consolidated them into the three most popular questions amongst the contributors. So the first one is, we all know about being ghosted. It's the worst, having someone that you're talking to, and then all of a sudden they're just not talking to you anymore. It's the worst. Sometimes, you know, that happens and then they don't talk to you again. And then sometimes you're talking to someone and they take a break and you're, you know, talking to them, you might message them something and then they don't respond And then they do respond to you maybe a week later saying they were busy or something happened or whatever. And so what kind of consistency should we be looking for when we're talking to someone and we're getting to know someone? It can be, it can feel really confusing. I mean, should I be expecting for someone to kind of keep up with me every day? Is that too much? What do you think? Yeah, it's a real challenge. And I think it depends on where you're at in the relationship. So a lot of times with these ghosting situations, I think they happen, like you said, pretty early on in the beginning. If they're happening after a couple months of you talking to someone, then we can kind of be a little more suspicious. But um, I actually had a friend of mine whose child is in high school. They got ghosted recently. And so this was like the whole drama where we're talking about what happened to their kid, you know, and really what happened was when my friend's child got ghosted, it was because that other person was pursuing another option. And so they basically said, you know, we need to break up like, and then went on and, you know, they didn't disclose what they were doing, obviously, but, you know, after like a month or so, they came back and started smoothing again and saying like, Oh, Hey, you know, I feel like God, you know, really wants us to be together. And (laughs) and it's like, you totally just went to like pursue another option. (laughs) And now that that didn't work out, now all of a sudden you're coming back to try to see if this door is still open. And so 
sometimes I feel like ghosting can be a gift depending on the situation, especially if you're a few months into it where you've kind of been consistently dating someone and all of a sudden out of the blue, they're just acting really irregular or ghosted you out of nowhere. I feel like that's a sign that, okay, maybe they're not sure about you. Maybe they're not sure about the relationship. And that's great information for you to decide, okay, this also might not be somebody who's as excited about me as I hoped they would be, which means is not somebody I should continue to pursue. Mm, right? Okay. Because we only want to be interested in people who are interested in us as well. Ooh, that's now, hard. <laughs> that's a hard I know, one. <laughs> I know it's really hard because it's exciting and you you like the idea and the, like the possibility of being with someone. But, you know, I think in those first couple of weeks when you're first speaking to someone and if they take like four days or a week to get back to you, it's kind of hard to cast a judgment on that because they very well could be talking to multiple people, you mm. know, before you all have gotten to that point of an exclusive commitment where you decide to say, this is who I'm going to be with. So it's tough. You know, it's definitely something to keep an eye on, but I wouldn't necessarily write somebody off. If, you know, it's been four days or something and they haven't said anything, especially in those first couple of weeks, because it's kind of it's kind of hard to make a clear judgment at that point. But, it's, you know, definitely something you want to keep an eye on just in case. OK, OK. Good advice, as always. Yes. And I love what you said. You know, we want to we want to be with people that are just as interested in us. That is a hard one, because sometimes you know, you really, I think when you meet someone, you really create this idea of like who they can be, at least I do, you know, of who they can be and like what this could be. And then slowly but surely you're kind of sucked into the reality of what it is. And sometimes yeah. it's a little bit of a bummer. So, <laughs> so that yeah. is awesome, you know, advice. So the second question actually was submitted from a lot of men and it was, how do you express to women that you're interested without sounding too intense? And so obviously, you know, women would like intentionality. They want to know that they're being pursued and that, you know, whatever is happening is like serious enough to where you want to take us on a date rather than hang out, et cetera. But a lot of men that submitted this question were wondering when they tell women that they're interested, sometimes, you know, saying, I want to take you on a date and I want to do this specific thing can come off too intense. So what would you say to men that kind of want to know how to create that balance? You know, it's really surprising that to me that you got this question, because I feel like what I hear so often from women is that they don't have men pursuing them, that mm. they, you know, wish that men would pursue them more and so I feel like there's a catch 22 guys, like you're kind of in this hard place <laughs> because mm -hmm. it's like, you're darned if you do darned, if you don't a little bit, but I think that, you know, at the crux of it, women do want to be pursued. And again, if it's the right person, if it's the person who you're a good match with a good fit with, they're going to uh, respond to how you pursue them. And so I just want to encourage you not to be afraid of that. And there's not really a like one size fits all approach to like, okay, if you do this, then definitely for sure. Like you have her mm. and she's going to, you know, <laughs> you're, you're set, you know, it's more about 
both of your personalities and how they fit and if it's a good connection. And so I would just say, be yourself as much as possible. And I think that if you've ever found yourself in a situation where you have been rejected or women are not responding to your pursuit, it's probably because they sense that nervousness in you, Mm. the lack of confidence, and there's some unsurety there. And so I would just say the more that you can just be yourself and not feel like you have to live up to something. And I know this is a big ask, like this is not fair that you guys have to be the ones to be on the spot and like asking girls out. And it's like totally not fair and ultraly terrifying. Right. But as much as you can be in your own skin and be comfortable with that, I think it'll really translate really well and be to your advantage. But again, like to that end, just, you know, just be upfront. It doesn't mean you're talking about marriage on the first date or the first time you go out to, I don't know, firehouse subs or something. We're not like, take it easy. You know, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's good advice. Take it easy. Cause sometimes, (laughs) cause sometimes like on both ends, you know, men and women were both like so intense, you know, and it can just feel so high pressure, but that's good advice. Right. And I think too, in like faith circles, a lot of times we just we pray a lot. We obviously care about what the Lord's will is for us. And so sometimes it can be taken to an extreme where we're paralyzed and we don't make any decision. And so sometimes people get caught up in like, well, should I ask this person out or not? Should I go out on this date or not? Like, is this really God's will for me? And I have a tendency to say, just go on the date. Like it's one date, it's one coffee, it's one dinner. Mm. You know, that is not going to mess up the trajectory of what God has planned for you. And if anything, it helps make your discernment a lot easier because you can't find out if this person is a good fit for you or not, unless you like spend some time with them. And (laughs) right. And so one outing is not going to make or break you really in the big scheme of things. And so I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, like, oh my gosh, is this the one? And should I go out? Should I go to Starbucks with them? And it's like, just, just go have a good time. <laughs> like just go to Starbucks, babe. It's okay. Just go to hmm. Starbucks. You're just having that one latte and enjoy yourself. And if you have a bad time, that's okay too. That gives you information about what you want to do the next time you're out with somebody. So all of it is helpful information, regardless of if it works well or not. So that's kind of what I mean when I say be not afraid, just kind of go for it. I know it's a big ask for you guys. And I know it's really hard. You've got a lot of responsibility in that sense, but also, you know, just be at peace that you're following your heart. And at the end of the day, that's, that's all you can do really. I love that. I love that. Okay. So our third question was, what if you want to date, but it's not happening? What should you do? There's a lot of people that submitted this question. They have desires in their heart to want to be with someone, just to even hang out with someone, but it's just not happening no matter how much you kind of put that effort in or build community or go out or whatever. And so what would you say to that person that just feels like it's not happening? They don't really know what to do. How do you kind of maneuver that? That's a tough one. That's really challenging. And it can be really painful for a lot of people, really isolating. So obviously, I would say stick close to the Lord and prayer is number one, so that you have that wellspring of energy and life to come back to and draw upon. I just remember back to a time where I was working a job that was really depleting, really agonizing. And I was Mm. 
finding myself in the adoration chapel, like multiple times a week, like almost every day, because there was no way I was going to step foot in that office and put a smile on my face unless I was being filled back up. So just making sure you're getting filled back up. But at the same time, you know, there's a few things we want to reflect on, you know, one, let's ask some questions about, you know, why is it not happening? Is it because maybe I'm too picky about certain things? Are my requirements a little too stringent? And do I need to reevaluate what those are? You know, certainly we're not talking about anything to go against our faith or anything like that. But are there some things where I've made kind of created an image of what I would want somebody to be like, who I'd want to be with. Mm. And therefore I'm eliminating, you know, three fifths of the population because (laughs) I have this criteria in my mind. And so what, where can there be some flexible areas where I'm willing to give somebody a chance again, to learn more about myself, to learn how I interact with somebody and what I would want to see in a committed relationship. And if you feel like you've already done that, where you have loosened up some of your criteria, you don't feel like you're that strict of a person and you still aren't dating as much, I would rely on a lot of friendships, but also for that camaraderie, but also willing to, again, put yourself out there. Maybe it just means you ask that one more time, even though you felt that sense of rejection. Maybe it means that this is not the right time, depending. So again, it's all about discernment staying in tune with your spiritual director and what God has planned for you. So if you found yourself hitting, you know, you're pursuing dating, you just come up against door closed after door closed after door closed. And that might be an opportunity again, to speak with your spiritual director and really see, you know, what, what is God trying to show you at this moment in time? It doesn't mean that that's going to be permanent for the rest of your life, but maybe Mm. at this moment in time, that that's something that for whatever reason, you know, you haven't been in the right place at the right time and just sort of seeing what you can glean from this period. I love that. I love that. And that is such good advice. I know so many people that have been out with people and at the end they're like, wow, this is just not working. And it happened so many times. And so many of my girlfriends have said like, man, I just, I really am tired of God teaching me lessons. <laughs> They're like, I yeah. would, I think I've learned enough, you know, and so some of my guy friends as well. And it's just, you know, this feeling of just like, man, I really feel like I'm getting the, I'm getting the message, God. Like, I know what to look out for. I know what not to look out for. But I love what you said about discernment. That's so important. And maybe it just isn't the time, or maybe things can be adjusted. So it's definitely, a lot to think about. No one situation is the same. So for the people that sent in that question, um, you are not alone. There's definitely a community of y'all, you know, and there is hope out there. God has something for you. So thank you so much for answering those. Usually at the end of each of our episodes, we ask each guest what their hope for the week is. But I would love to ask you, um, because you have a beautiful marriage and you talk a lot about relationships and how to, you know, talk to your partner and how to build trust and et cetera. And I would just love to hear your best relationship advice. Like if you can give one little nugget of wisdom for someone that is in a relationship to kind of like maintain it or whatever, what would you say? That's a tough one. I think the first thing that came to mind when you said that was, it's not about you. Oof, that's a hard one. I don't know if a relationship is for me then. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's really tough. It's really hard. And I'm saying that to myself, even as I say it out loud, because 
a lot of times we look to the people that we're in relationship with and we can easily see like, okay, you're not doing X, Y, Z wrong. Let me show you how to do that to adjust, to fit into what I need. And we forget that we have a lot of imperfections ourselves (laughs) and (laughs) that there's a lot that I also need to work on that I need to improve. And it's sort of part of that element of trusting in that, you know, that other person has my back. So, you know, if I get frustrated with my husband because he's not, you know, oh my gosh, this is the third time I've cleaned up after him doing dishes this week, or, you know, he's probably done like some other thing that I've completely forgot and not noticed and mm. completely like he's picked up my slack in ways that I don't even know or realize. And so it's that act of trust of saying, I've got your back because I know you've got mine, even when I don't realize it. And so it's not about you (laughs) because in order for a relationship to work is about how the two of you can work together to create, you know, whatever that mission is that God has for your relationship for that period of time. So the more that you can focus on that and why, what it is that you guys can do together, what that charism is for you, you know, the better off you will be as opposed to looking at that person to fill the need that really only God can fill at the end of the day. Ooh, okay. That's, that's a hard one. I'm going to have to take that one to the cross because it's really hard. (laughs) I think a lot about myself. So that is a hard one, but thank you so much. Where can we find more information about you? Where can we kind of lean more into your wisdom and your advice and what you have to offer? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram at Boyd Counseling Services, Facebook at Regina Boyd LMHC, and my website is reginaboyd.com. Awesome. We'll make sure to put that in our show notes so people can check that out. But in the meantime, thank you so much. And we are so grateful to have your advice for all the young people listening. You know, don't be afraid to get out there and date. It is a weird time to date because of coronavirus, but, you know, don't be afraid to even get out there and talk to somebody. It can be scary, but people are nicer than they seem. I'm sure from a girl that doesn't date. But um, (laughs) good luck to the rest of you. So, but thank you so much, Regina, for being with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys for listening. And thank you so much to Regina for being our guest. Make sure to check out more of what Regina is up to. And if you're looking for a counselor, she is the best. You can check out more information about Boyd Counseling Services at reginaboyd.com. Make sure to check that out. It's Boyd, B-O-Y-D. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you are trying to date, I encourage you to get out there. You can do it. I'm looking forward to talking to y'all next week. In the meantime, please pray for me. I'm praying for you. God bless. We're so grateful for our sponsor today, scapulars.com. Steve Karekis and his family have a strong devotion to Our Lady and the brown scapular, but the cheap flimsy scapulars they use kept breaking. And, you know, we've all been there. So with nine kids, the cost was really adding up. So they created high quality scapulars that will last a lifetime. And they're pretty awesome, y'all. So make sure to check them out at scapulars.com. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.